This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. A very special fifth anniversary edition of A Minutia is up next. But first, listen to this other great OPI show. I'm Rick Kempfer. I'm Adam Howitt. And we're the co-hosts of Free Kicks, a show about international and particularly English Premier League soccer. On an all-new Free Kicks. We talk about the finalists in the Champions League. Plus my favorite feature, guess the Premier League star. Listen to Free Kicks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. And because it's football, try doing it without using your hands. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. <laughs> Five years, Davey. Five I'm, years. I'm, I was looking for one of those, you know, noisemakery things where the little paper rolls in and out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I couldn't find it. Uh, <laughs> I guess I could have spent the 12 cents for one, but yeah. Eh. You really gave it the full effort there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's a dollar store that I drive by every day too, so I could have probably gotten 15 of them for a buck. But yeah. Well, so I, you know, I did make you do extra work this week. Um, I asked Dave to pick out some of his favorite bits from the last five years, and uh, <clears throat> we'll be listening to some of those uh, in a bit here as we uh, get to the the rest of the show. But I just wanted to say what a pleasure it's been for five years working with you. Oh, uh, me too. And yeah, and the fifth anniversary is wood, right? Did you know that? I don't know. Yeah. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Was... According to Hallmark. So I, would, um, I would not be half the man without you. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay. All right. I have a story for you. Would you like me to share that? Because uh, yeah. I, I I know we're going to be playing some of our classic bits, but there was a story that that came across my wires today that I absolutely have to share. Okay. Uh, all right, here we go. Go for it. You're listening to Minutia Men, featuring the wacky exploits of your good pals Rick and Dave. Give them 22 minutes and they'll give you absolutely nothing of value. Would you like to hear the best sentence ever written, Dave? Would you sure. Would you like to, uh, afterwards... Kiss your fingers and put it up in the air as if you have just like, uh, like a, a, a chef's kiss, a chef's kiss, because sure. here it is. The greatest sentence ever written. A drunk ex-con with white supremacist tattoos is accused of pulling a colostomy bag out of his pants and using it as a weapon to assault police outside singer Kid Rock's Tennessee eatery. <laughs> Not only is that the greatest sentence ever created, it's first of all the greatest sentence that you can ever te- say over and over again. I'm thinking it could be the greatest billboard. It could be the greatest neon oh sign. My God. It could, the it greatest tombstone. Such a great sentence. It is so great. Uh, and, you know, I'll, I'll give you a couple more of the details. Uh, the Smoking Gun reports that Nicholas Newhart age 39, was arrested Saturday after causing a ruckus while blocking the emergency exit door of Kid Rock's big-ass honky-tonk and rock-and-roll steakhouse. According to a police report on the crime site, Newhart was drunk, 
holding a bottle and defying Wait, requests. Wait, what? What? Yeah, he was drunk? <laughs> and defying requests from security guards to clear the way. When police were waved down to assist security guards, Newhart allegedly took out the colostomy bag from inside his front pants area and started swinging the bag around, left to right, hitting two of the Metro police officers with his feces. <laughs> No, if you see this guy, there's a picture of him. He's got like a like a swastika tattoo on his forehead and a Confederate flag. Now, I, you know, I conservative, uh, our conservative friends. Uh, you know, we're not making fun of conservatives, but think of it. Think of this. Um, this would be the equivalent of a tree-hugging environmentalist falling out of a tree while caring for a transsexual eagle during an Earth Day protest and landing in Sean Penn's jagged glass recycling bin. That's right. how while, great this while is. Doing a, while doing a por- partial birth abortion. <laughs> I mean, it could not... It could not... Let me just say the sentence again because it is like it's like poetry. A drunk ex-con with white supremacist tattoos is accused of pulling a colostomy bag out of his pants and using it as a weapon to assault police outside singer Kid Rock's Tennessee eatery. So if you're playing uh, uh, white supremacist Republican stereotype bingo, it's right there. Oh, All my God. Them. Right, oh right my in God. a row. <sighs> so anyway, I had to share that with you before we get to some of these bits that you picked out, so. You know, you're not hearing much from Kid Rock these days. <laughs> no, he that's was pretty. True. He was pretty vocal a few, you know, for the previous four years. Kid Rock's not really. Well, he's got some d- security issues to handle, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so Dave, uh, Dave has chosen a few bits from these past five years that uh, he considers some of his favorite bits, and and I don't know anything about these bits other than. Uh, he sent me the time and the episode and which to play. So I don't know how you want to set uh, these up. We, we probably should have talked about this before we started doing the show. But yeah. um, Well, the first bit that I gave you the numbers for, this is a show that we did in October. You know what? I don't remember. Actually, do you know? Did I give you episode dates? It was like October 2018 or 2019 or whatever. Okay. Um, you know what? It's one of my favorite bits because... It's two really two bits in one. It's like a Groupon bit. Okay. Okay. We're to, and we're talking about fat bees, and then we go into Jesus. So I love the tangential kind of uh, roundabout that we went. So okay. do you want to just ro- roll the tape? Yes. Fat bees uh, into Jesus Christ. All right. Here we go. Uh, Manishman Classic as part of our fifth anniversary episode. <laughs> This is from our Nature and Armageddon desk. <laughs> okay. uh, as you know, many scientists uh, yeah. feel that bees are the most important creatures on Earth. Yes. Right? You know, they pollinate. They help yep. with food production. They're an integral part of our food chain. Mm-hmm. They make movies with Jerry Seinfeld. Yep. I mean, they are yep. huge and very important. Well, things are not going particularly well for the bees. Right. Have you, have you heard I've heard that, right. that. I've heard that's true. I don't know why that's true. Well, I'm going to tell you. By some estimates, the population is declining at around 6% a year. That's like even worse than printing and paper. Yeah. You know, that's like uh, radio. <laughs> right. So, but and now some misguided people will attribute, now some misguided people will attribute this to, you know, the Chinese global warming hoax. 
Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Here we go. But according to James Strange, a research entomologist with the United States Department of Agriculture, it's because male bees have become too fat to mate. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, kind of like baby boomers. Yeah. You know, BB, <laughs> yeah. baby boomers and bumblebees. Baby boomers are, it appears there is some kind of fungus, which might be a code word for beer and chips. I don't know. <laughs> that is making beer, bees so bloated that they can't bend its abdomen to mate with the queen. <laughs> they haven't seen their stinger <laughs> right, in right. years and years. Exactly. <laughs> they can't tie their shoes, like me probably, without sitting down. And without fertilization, as you know, the queen can only birth more males. And bee, male bees yeah. are lazy. It's yeah, the worker. They're like, they're the, they're like lions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just right. Because yeah. they, they, the women do all the work. The worker bees are all women. Um, I didn't know that. That's true. The, right. So, so their only job is to mate. Yeah, they're basically takers. They're Democrats. Well, I is mean, basically what. But the, so, so the, no wonder they're fat. Yeah, exactly. Right. They need a little get a little exercise. Yeah. Well, yeah. They just lay around, and it's because of this fungus. There's 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 whatever this fungus is making them fat, and they're okay. not allowed to. Now, um, you know how we were always planning on having that health website that fake health website yeah where we just we, put yes we were always planning that <laughs> right so i think what we can do is we can just make up some fat some fake fungus that that honey, is causing us to be fat. yeah honey it's the fungus it's not me look it's right here on health.networknews.com you my favorite thing about this is that they're they're too fat to mate right yeah, yeah right right but uh you know yeah, it has nothing to do with the females going, I don't want to mate with you. Well, yeah. I think the queen's not helping with her humiliating nicknames <laughs> yeah. for these guys. Yeah. Like, they're, hey, plumpy, yeah. hey, porty, yeah. you know, paunchy, right. chubby, chunky, well, fleshy, flabby, <laughs> beefy, blubbery, dumpy, rotund. Um, and then do you think bees are going to the queen? Look, it's it's the horizontal stripes that are doing it, okay? <laughs> I'm not fat. It's the stripes. It's just not very flattering. <laughs> I didn't uh, hear any the, Jesus in there, but <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I can't read my handwriting. The Jesus connection is for one of the other ah, okay. bits that I'm doing. <laughs> okay. So, but so I like that. I, I can't like even do one. this right. <laughs> nah. But that was, I thought, a very not only a funny story, but uh, I thought your reactions were very good. So this is one of those stories that, or one of those bits that have a s- special place in my stinger, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. So what other ones have you chosen for me here? So um, I picked um, a story that you did. By the way, way, when you go back and, and hear these stories, do you remember them? Because that was like hearing it for the first time for me. Yeah. None whatsoever. Okay, good. Uh, Although, but there was a couple of times when I was listening to them. I was thinking of a joke. I'm like, oh, well, I could say that. And then I did. <laughs> so I used to, I kind of remember the jokes or I just haven't changed in five years and I just have the exact same jokes. Uh, but it was it was fun. I mean, I enjoyed um, I, w- I enjoyed listening to these old shows because it was like I was listening for the first time. Um, right. So here is a bit. Here is a bit that you a story that you introduced um, about a a outraged guy who, when you really think about it, really wasn't outraged, okay? He's about a, uh, someone who just got uh, a raw deal. His name is uh, Steve Whitehurst. He's 47 years old. He's a window fitter uh, in England. And he was in a store, 
buying about four hundred dollars or four hundred pounds worth of stuff at Scott's Menswear with his girlfriend Mandy Shenton and their eighteenth month eighteen month old grandson. But things came to a head, Dave, at the till when the store manager asked about the bulge in his pants. <laughs> Steve, uh, if I had a nick, if I had a pound for every time that happened. <laughs> now think about this. How did this story get in the news? Yeah, right, you know, right, right. His PR yeah. department. Yeah. Right. Steve's like, yeah. Um, hello. Yes, I'd like to report a story of being asked about my bolt. But so this is what he says. He this is what the article says. Steve, who claims he often has to roll up his manhood, said, "I had wait, wait, wait. Roll up like a like a fruit roll up or yeah, like, like a fruit roll up." I had very tight jeans on that day, and there was a bulge, yes, but that's not illegal. I can't help the way I'm made, he said. <laughs> Did you get that, CNN England? Again, it's Whitehurst, W-H. Uh, but anyway, the manager started arguing with me. She wouldn't let it go. I just kept telling her that it was my giant penis. Eventually, I dropped my trousers in front of everyone and stood there in my boxer shorts and said, See, I've got nothing to hide yeah, except for this glorious 10-inch penis. But that did not satisfy the woman. She kept saying, "What's that bulge? You should. We need to go check that out to make sure that you're not stealing something." So they, so the mail manager, yeah, took him back into a cubicle, a cubicle, a cubicle. Okay, you know, as they have in yeah. stores, a cubicle, <laughs> and uh, checked him out. Uh, at, by the way, this is Stoke on Tent. If you're looking for. Uh, Stokes, Stoke on Trent is where this okay, store okay. is. But Steve said, so um, uh, he heard her uh, saying from the outside in the store, uh, I dropped my boxes. He shook his head, ran out and spoke to the manager. I heard her say, please tell me he's got something down there. And the <laughs> yeah. guy said, no. And <laughs> yeah. she said, wow. Yeah, yeah. Just the most <laughs> glorious penis I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny about this story is he had to have called. Oh, of course. Of and course. his girlfriend said, it was so humiliating. Yeah, right. What they did to Steve was disgusting. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, and the calendar will be available <laughs> for pre-order. Well, it, you uh, see, the, it's in the Daily Mail. Go check out the yeah. Daily Mail online because there are pictures of Steve there. And one there's one picture where he like takes his pants down to his his knees to expose his boxer shorts oh, and, in the paper. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, right. oh, he was really humiliated <laughs> yeah, by this, yeah, right? Yeah, right? Right. Come yeah. on, man. <laughs> I, can... <laughs> I like that one I'm a not... lot. I don't remember that one either. <laughs> yeah, right. You're right. And I'm not judging him because I could possibly have been doing the same thing, you know, oh. if, if I was so inclined. Uh, so that was one of my, and what I also loved about that story is that we have not changed in these five years. No, by we the way. have not. <laughs> Uh, um, and in fact, if we don't have any content for a week, I think we just start editing some of these. And just putting <laughs> nobody will know. Yeah, who's going to know? Well, um, I, you know, so far, you've chosen two two okay. very good ones. Uh, I know okay. you've got a couple more that we want to share with everybody. But uh, first, if anybody is wondering what is happening right now on Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, here's here's your answer. On this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Rick, we talked to one of the most famous and productive video game voices in history. We are talked to Richard Epcar. Listen to Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits.
I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. On Back to You, Yeah, Yeah. What? We're going to talk about Andrew Lloyd Webber, aren't we? <laughs> oh, oh, of course. Now I get it. And we're going to talk about flying, things that are problems, TV watching. You just have to listen for it. That sounds good, which isn't necessarily so. <laughs> <laughs> On Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. And we're back. All right, Dave. Uh, I know you have uh, it, chosen a few more little ditties for us here. What, what else have you uh, picked and why? Uh, th- this, um, this bit came again from October. We had a great October. Uh, back in uh, 2018 and 2019, and this is a story that um, definitely piqued my interest. And this is the this is the bit that goes tangential into Jesus Christ. Okay, so I misspoke right. it. Here. So why don't you roll tape? Ricky, this comes out of New Zealand. I don't think we've ever done a story out of New Zealand, have we? I don't Maybe. think so. I don't know. I mean, when you're working every week like us, probably yeah. at some point, woman secretly fattened up her bridesmaids. Before her wedding. <laughs> this sounds like a Grimm's fairy tale, doesn't it? Like a like a weird, weird, dark Grimm's fairy tale. It actually sounds like it happens a lot. <laughs> well, we've got documentation here out of New Zealand. A woman has opened up about how she used smoothies to fatten up her bridesmaids before her wedding day. Penny in quotations, might not be her real name, says she made a special smoothie for her sisters. Now, Oh, that's even better. Right. This is that's not just bridesmaids. Better. These are sisters uh, who would be bridesmaids at her wedding every morning. They never knew what was in it or that the intention was to make them fat. Wow. Uh, the bride told Wim that she and her sisters had always been competitive. Okay. <laughs> she admitted she had been planning her wedding for a long time and knew she would get a little bridezilla-ish, uh, but didn't she couldn't even predict how much of a freak she was going to be about this. I, this just does not even begin to compute in my head. Well, I'll tell you, it kind of does to me because okay. I don't... I don't know if you remember this when you were the mediocre man at my wedding. Yeah. Did you notice that the groomsmen all had various male pattern baldness going on? Not me. No, you didn't, but yeah. the... Oh, some no, of the lesser, I, the supporting cast. I did not and notice that. that. Might have been, you know. I was trying to maybe. No, obviously it, didn't happen. Um, I do. I do know one secret though about uh, now, now that I am fat myself and yeah. getting there. Um, here's a trick for you: when you get your picture taken yeah. and it's a group shot, you go behind somebody. Either behind somebody or you, or you're in the middle. Because if you're on the edge and you're a fat guy, you are like. Twice as wide. Okay, so if you're a fat guy in the middle. But if you're in the middle, you get squished in by the other people. Well, I have... I I should have never told you that because we get our pictures taken together (laughs) so often. I'm in the middle. No, I'm in the middle. (laughs) Uh, Get out of the way! Have you noticed all the pictures that we've been taking lately at these events? I I put my chin up because if I go straight on, I have two chins. But if I raise my head just a little, I only have one chin. Okay, so maybe you're a little bridezilla. Yeah, so there you go. Penny, New Zealand. She was making these smoothies. She would wake up in the morning. Evidently, she lived with her sisters. She would wake up in the morning and go, hey, Sarah, J- Joan, got some smoothies here for you. So I mean, how does this get into the newspaper? That's I don't when, know. I mean, she must have leaked it to somebody or, or one of her sisters. Or one of her sisters, <laughs> of her sisters did. did. And she goes on to say that she made a smoothie that looked exactly like the fat smoothies. 
but hers was just all fruit and oh my god and the other ones were laced with i don't know cane sugar and high fructose corn syrup or whatever um and um and there you go and she also went on to say that she purposely picked bridesmaids dresses in a neon yellow that would make them look washed out and pallid <laughs> it's terrible uh, is penny's husband possibly aware of this i mean if i'm aware of this in your mom's basement i would assume that he may be aware of this as well uh, he, he most certainly <laughs> is that's funny so um i was thinking back to my own wedding mm-hmm. and you know, i had five groomsmen yeah and um my biggest mistake was picking all white Sox fans uh, Every one of my groomsmen was a White Sox fan. But there was one moment in my wedding that I'd like to share with our listeners, okay. if you don't mind it. Um, see, Dave was one of my groomsmen. But Dave had never been to a Catholic <laughs> mass before. And I f- neglected to kind of fill him in on how this works. Yeah. You couldn't and, have written me a syllabus or something, <laughs> a synopsis is what's going on. So it's time for communion. And Dave just, you know, follows. He doesn't know what he's doing. Well, I was the first one. Oh, you rats, right. Because, and I wasn't the best man. Yeah, you were. The, yeah, I was the, the uh, just the, the next best man. <laughs> right. I was, I was a supporting cast. Yeah. Right. I was Scotty Pippen. And, uh. Well, go on, go on. So, so uh, it was time to go up and get the communion, and he and Dave's the first one up, and and he just stands there. The priest <laughs> hands it to him, and he he stuck it in his pocket. He stuck the Eucharist in his pocket, and after the after it was all over, we explained to him that you know the the Catholics believe that it is actually literally the body of Christ that you're putting in your pocket which is kind of ridiculous when it comes right down to it uh, but dave had a joke and and has a joke now for the rest of his life which is right is is that the body of christ in your pocket or are you just happy to see me okay <laughs> that's a good one <clears throat> I was wondering how we were going to get to Jesus, but there you, you did it somehow. <clears throat> Very nice. Well, actually, you did it. You were the transition yeah, no, into true. Jesus. So, um, um, you know, uh, one of the other things that I asked you to do was to then go through some of the celebrity potpourries because I told over 200 celebrity stories and I asked you to just pick one out. Because again, uh, you know, I, I was very busy this week. So I, yeah, I, was, I needed you know, Dave to do to... all this. Uh, uh, and let me tell you, we had 200 and, I don't know, 40 episodes. Yeah. Uh, finding five or six good ones really wasn't a trouble. If yeah. you would have asked me for like 14 or 15, I don't know if I would have <laughs> been able to get them all. Uh, there was two celebrity potpourris that I loved really i mean well i loved all of them obviously but there was two there was a story that you told about david lee roth when you went to new york to interview for his producer job um but i but liesel the the story that you told about the woman who um played liesel in the sound of music was to me the best and it was one it's actually this is kind of a little heartwarming too okay a little off brand but uh, well um and if you if you ever listen to the show, this is the part where Dave picks a name out of the jar. And so that's how this story begins. You know what? I don't think I know this one either. I, we've run into a couple that I don't know. Charmaine Carr? Charmian Carr. Charmian. Charmian Carr. Okay. She was Liesel in The Sound of Music. Uh, Liesel's the, was she the oh my hot God. This you one? Are, this, she was, all right. <clears throat> She was she was the hot older one, right? Yeah, you know, is that it? We're done. Is this the end? 
I know that this is an embarrassing part of who I am, that my, yeah. my love of the sound of music is so intense. But let me try to explain to you how important this movie was to me. My father was from Austria. He came yeah. here from Austria. And so when the the movie came out, it was a huge deal in our family. And and if you remember right, in the days before uh, videotapes, the, the movie would come back out every few years and go to the theaters because that's how they, they would bring some of these movies back, especially the big popular ones like The Sound of Music. And so every year that it came out, we would go to see the film. And it was a it was an important thing. And, and then I went to Austria and I spent the summer living on that mountain where The Sound of Music was filmed. It was so it really meant meant a lot to me. Yeah, OK. Um, but this story, <laughs> the Liesl story, might be my favorite celebrity story of all time. Okay. And we're at yeah. episode number 41, and here's how it is. When I was working for Landecker, I told him, you know, that I love the sound of music. He used to make fun of me, just like you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he hates musicals. Um, but anyway, Julie Andrews came into town, and he brought me there and thought that he was going to embarrass me by saying that I that I was in love with her. But I was never actually in love with Julie Andrews. Um, so it was not a big deal. I made it, you know, I, and I'll tell that story another time, the Julie Andrews huh. story another time. Um, but as we were walking out, I made the mistake of telling John that the one I really loved was Liesl. That was the one that I uh, had a deep crush on. Uh, that got your later hose in, in a bunch. It over. did. It yeah. did. Um, who would have thought that the odds were that she would ever come to Chicago? I figured that was safe to say that, right? Well, it turns yeah. out a few years later, she did come to Chicago, and she was uh, working at some uh, uh, Sound of Music sing-along. Remember that used to tour the country? Yeah, and people would go. My, my mom and, and all of my aunts, they, I used to put on their dirndls, and they would go see it, and they'd all sing sing along with all the songs and everything. And one time, Liesl came, and she was there. And John saw it in the paper and said, you got to book her. So I did. And I knew, I knew that when I booked her, that I was getting myself into into a situation, right? Sure. And I knew more because every time I walked into the room after I booked her, the guys on the show would stop talking. (laughs) Or they giggle. Or they look yeah, at me like, right. yeah, hey, yeah, you, you got that also. <laughs> so I knew something was coming, right? She showed up that morning. Now, I was, my palms were sweating. Really? I, 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 I swear to God, I, I was so uh, nervous. And I answered the door and she, I couldn't look her in the eye. Her her eyes are were so beautiful. These blue eyes, just gorgeous eyes. And I took her into the uh, green room, and I started talking yeah. to her without you know without looking her in the face. Sure. And I said, uh, I should warn you that uh, something's about to happen here with John, and he knows right. that I love the movie, and uh, I I think he's about to do some sort of a stunt. That's all. That's all I know. Yeah. That's all I know. We get in the studio. And John has transcribed the love scene between Liesl and Rolf right before they uh, start uh, singing uh, 16 going on 17. Uh, okay. Uh, you know this movie so well, Dave. Sure. You know, the gazebo oh, yeah, scene, the love so scene. How, how old is she at this point? Uh, she's probably 20 years older than me or 15 years okay. older than me. So I was so in my 30s. Yeah, she's right, like, so, okay. all right. She looked fantastic. Okay. She really okay. did. She looked really great. 
And uh, we get on the air, and, and John says, would you mind doing this scene with Rick? Because Rick is in love with you. Yeah. And, I, you know, I was just beat red. I was yeah. just completely embarrassed. And she said, okay, sure. And then and then they cued the music. They played the music. Yeah. And, and we both had the scripts in front of us. And suddenly... I was Ralph and she was Liesel and she said the words like, Oh, Ralph. And yeah. I, I almost pissed myself. Really? <laughs> it, was so, it was like, Oh my God. Or you may have done something else to yourself. If you know what we're saying. <laughs> I was, was your, was your little cake was the commandant saluting at that point? The commandant wasn't saluting. I was just <laughs> flustered. I was, I was like sweating. I was like flop sweating. I was so excited. It was just one of the most wonderful moments of my of life. Your life. Huh. But don't tell John that because it will ruin the fun for him because he was hoping that it was just humiliating and embarrassing. Is she still alive? She just died a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, excuse me. Okay. So that's uh, that's the sad end of the story, but. Have you met all the other ones? I have okay. met uh, Louisa. That's uh, Heather Menzies. Uh, she was married to Robert Urich. Uh, and I believe Robert Urich is in the in your Costco bowl, so I won't tell you more about that. And I have met uh, Julie Andrews and Christopher Plummer, who was... Um, so you have... But I haven't probably... done any love scenes with them. Just that one. The... Uh... The amount of useless information you have yeah. centers what about the Cubs yeah. and Sound of Music? Is that pretty much if there was a game show that concentrated on Cubs trivia and Sound of Music trivia? I could not be, be beaten. You, you, you don't think so? I challenge everyone in the world right now to Sound of Music off. Sound of Music and Cubs. Cub you have to be. You have to have knowledge of both. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Oh, that was you, you know, know. Go ahead. What I loved about that, I mean, you could you could tell while you were telling that story that that really was a one of those moments in your life that you will absolutely never forget. Yeah. You know, and it and it yeah. meant something. And so I'm not I'm not a monster. I wanted you know, to I, give when a bit she that, said, "Oh, Ralph," it, with love in her voice, and I knew she was yeah. talking to me. It it you know top five moments in my whole life. Uh, please tell me that Bridget has the other four. Well, you know, moments. birth of the three kids and the marriage. Right. Right. So, yeah. but uh, um, <laughs> that's how much, the, that's how much that moment meant to me. All right. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, we had a, a great celebrity on this week uh, for Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. And it was a, a fun interview, wasn't it? Oh, it was great. Uh, if you're in Chicago and if you've been in Chicago for the last, what, 30 years, I think. Uh, you uh, know, 40 years are ne- is it 40 years? Yeah. Um, as far as sports guys go, you know, uh, he's on the Mount Rushmore. You've got um, uh, Chet Kopik. You've got Rich King. Um, you've got um, Brad Palmer, I would say. And you've got Mark Greco. And Mark Greco spent a few minutes with us and it was great. And um, he really, we really appreciate his time. Yeah, my favorite story that he told is this one. Which is the day that he allowed Jim Shorts from The Loop to fill in on the Channel 5 News. 
Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. I was on vacation one day while working at Channel 5, and they didn't have anybody to fill in for me. They got Kevin Matthews as Jim Shorts <laughs> oh to do my, my sportscast. But of course, Jimmy was not on camera. <laughs> so they had an empty chair and Kevin's voice. We had already set up this live shot. I thought for sure they'd cancel it. Oh, no. They had Jimmy interview just scoreboard at Sox Park and he's like alright coach uh, let's get right to it what time's the game scoreboard <laughs> standing there going what I mean he was trying to be nice and then Jimmy asked like two more really stupid questions and Torborg was trying to play it safe and the next day I'm at the ballpark and Torborg comes running across the field at me like what was that go, I'm sorry it was a bit I thought they were going to cancel he goes I thought he was like a disabled old man oh my god that's so funny if you'd like to hear the entire interview uh, check out Minutia Men's Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. So thank you very much to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H-shows.com. He's been at the helm here for five years now. Five years. Distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. Just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Distributing Minutia Men now for five years. Thank you, Ed. And we'll be back again next week to start year six with another episode of Minutia Men. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? I'm Sam. I'm Kimmy. And it's Tommy. On And Friends, we get spooked by a sex doll. Assassinate John F. Kennedy with ice bullets. And get a free AR-15 with our new roof. Listen to And Friends on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, we talk about some super cool 80 supercars recently for sale plus discussion about rear-engined classics. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. I hope you uh, tune in again next week for another episode of... That's you, Dave. Oh, Minutia Man. Minutia Man! Thank you. Time now for Rick and Dave to both share a story or two about things going on in their lives. Involving the kids, the wives, or both. And now, Rick and Dave. I just pressed the wrong button. <laughs> uh, that, was a, that was the wrong exit. Uh, <laughs> hang on, maybe this is it. Time now for a collection of cub geekness. Well, this is too. just one bad century. With Rick and Dave. Okay, that's also incorrect. <laughs> Hey Rick. Yeah. Um, before we do our next show, yeah. I want you. I want you to read a book. It's called the Radio Producers Handbook. <laughs> okay. Um, it's written by I can't remember the guy's name, but maybe that'll help with some of the technical problems that we had during the show. Okay. <sighs> 
You know, you shouldn't be putting me in charge of the all the technical end of it. That's the that's the key. That's the problem here. You wrote a textbook on how to do this. Listen to Minutia Men on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits.